I found that there's not a correct way to pray. I just need to have a conversation with the Lord. My husband passed away six years ago. I told my mom, like, I can feel everyone's prayers for us. And it was just a different feeling. Welcome to Our Fresh, where we talk about the power of prayer in God's Word. Welcome to another edition of the Power of Prayer podcast. And I have my friend, Laura Ballinger. Thank you for coming. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Well, we talk a lot about the power of prayer and the Word of God in our lives. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I, I've, uh, listening to your story, um, I mean, we have a really long one, but we all have a long story. Yes. <laughs> but I love when you start talking about how prayer has impacted your life in some real yeah. critical times. So I would love for you just to share from your heart how God has been in the midst of some really challenging days. Sure. Well, at first, I never prayed a lot. You know, like for me, it wasn't a daily thing that I did all the time. But when there's trouble in our lives, a lot of us like to go right to prayer. You know, we just go right there. And I have found over the last six years that I need to do that more often. It just builds that relationship with the Lord. And it's just talking because it's scary to pray. And you did want to pray correctly. I found that there's not a correct way to pray. I just need to have a conversation with the Lord, you know, and my parents would always have us pray at dinner time and at night. So I feel like that helped me to be comfortable with praying. Um, so and praying that, out loud. So do you feel like that was what stopped you from praying more earlier on until that you had heart moments to deal with it? Were you like, I need to pray. I need to talk with God. I think it was just um, not that it was just the hard moments, but it. I just hadn't grown spiritually with my relationship with him enough, I think, okay. to realize how important it is for prayer and, yes. and to speak, you That's know, awesome. to him. So even though... I grew up in the church. It was mm-hmm. still slowly taking me to really find Jesus, you know, right. and really have that strong relationship with him to realize how important prayer is. I remember going to work out in the morning and I was just starting to pray. This is just the last few years of thank you for giving me the body to be able to go work out in the mornings, to be able to go lift weights, you know, and do my exercise. Cause there's many people out there that, that can't. Very true. And now you, now you like to lift weights, which we both mm-hmm. do. Um, but you're an avid volleyball player. Yes. Yes, very much so. I love being active, you know, going and and, um, whether it's doing any kind of sports or um, outside activities or whichever. And and I'm so blessed that I'm able to still do that. You're recognizing like that's a gift when you start seeing other people don't have that same ability. Exactly. Yes. And I have found that I have to find positives throughout life to get through it. And um, my husband passed away six years ago. And with that, there's many trials in there. And I hadn't learned or realized how important prayer is until after that. After he passed, I remember feeling everyone's prayers for me and my daughters. I told my mom, like, I can feel everyone's prayers for us. And it was just a different feeling. Right. I mean, isn't it amazing though? Like, you really recognize like when it's the most critical time in our lives that he so shows up in such a big way. And, you know, sometimes it's like you don't even know how to pray or you don't even know, like, did I actually pray? But like how God surrounded you with people mm-hmm. that were lifting you up. 
Yes. I think it's a beautiful thing. It's just like Moses needing Aaron and her to hold up his arms in the war, that people were warring for mm-hmm. you to help you in such a difficult time with his passing. Right. People that I didn't even know. Just the response that I got from the community when he passed of even people coming and bringing food to our house that I didn't even know. And the Lord works in amazing ways, you know, to to do that, because then that brought some connections and relationships out of that. And and even moving forward these last six years, it, you know, I have to find that positive um, in our life, and I have to keep going because I have my daughters. You have two daughters. Yes, I have two daughters, two teenage daughters. <laughs> yes, but they weren't teenagers then, you know, and so it is a trial with being a widow and raising two girls, and what all comes with that. It was just a little hard for us, and I and I I was praying for life to be easier too. But I don't know what that looks like. And I have had to learn patience. And so we decided to move from Kansas to Oklahoma Mm -hmm. um, about three years ago. And it was a big thing. I mean, my girls came kicking and screaming. You know, they didn't want to leave their friends. No, no, not at all. I mean, it's, I quit my job, sold my house, came, moved to Oklahoma with nothing, um, no job, anything. And my sister lived here. So it was just kind of a fresh start for us and to start over. And so then it was just praying that the house would sell. And within six days of putting on the market, it sold. And asking price and nothing really needing to be done to it. That's back before all this housing changed in the last past year. Yeah, that was like three years ago. But it, it was just like... It's things I look back and it's like, okay, this was the right move. This was what we are supposed to be doing. You know, this is the right direction because in moving here, it, it put me in a community where I'm learning more and more about prayer too and has, you know, really helped me with finishing raising my daughters. You and, never finished just in case. Well, right. <laughs> Wrong choice of words. <laughs> it's a continuation of right. seasons, new chapters. Right. Yes. And finishing out their teen years, right. I guess, or coming into it. But now there's desperate prayers. <laughs> right. For sure. I mean, I, I do have issues with being a, an only parent, you know, and raising kids, I don't have somebody else to help me or to back me up or be the bad guy once in a while. It's easy for me to get exhausted um, with doing that, but I I just know with my prayers, it's I know Lord you have them, and I surrender my girls to you. And you know what's what I love when I hear about your family is such an incredible unit together. Like yes. they're always praying and encouraging and sharing with each other, and you have you brought them into that space of helping you in that yep. process, especially when you're moving to like, you don't have any but your family, you know, exactly. And you still have that, that core group of family prayers. Yes. Which not everybody has that either. Oh, I know. So that's a beautiful representation of what, what a family looks like. Yeah. Very blessed. I'm very blessed mm-hmm. to have the family I do. And um, I have four sisters and my parents and we'll get on Facebook messenger video and, um, it's like the Brady Bunch with all the windows, you know, <laughs> and, and so there we are and we will talk yeah. for hours and, and yeah. pray for each other and be there. And we always make sure we're together once a month, but it is supporting. I mean, we had many trials after my husband died, um, another death in the family and then right. cancer with my mom. 
And it, it was tough mm-hmm. on my girls. Again, coming here to Oklahoma from Kansas, mm-hmm. you know, I have just, God has shown me the blessings and, and that it was the right move. And every time I do pray, I am seeing, you have to wait. It is patience with yeah. God because you're not going to see it all Virtues. at first. They're getting built in us. Yes, yes. for sure. Yeah. And, and so right now with my girls, early teenagers, it's a hard time for us. And I just know that I, I pray and give them to the Lord. He has their path already laid out. And my prayers are just that He helps me get through that and gives me the wisdom that I need to parent them. I mean, even though that it's difficult, is if we can lean on each other, as we know, mm-hmm. when you share that, uh, that's what I've always loved about and sharing my trials with, you know, raising children. Right. Each of those stages, somebody has an idea like, oh, wait, that's a great idea. Yeah. I could help that, that idea with the word, with prayer to help us to do our very best yes. to be able to raise godly men and women of God mm-hmm. as they grow up so they will know how to hear God's voice. Right. What an important area, though, that you invite God into that space and for them to see that mm-hmm. you're exemplifying a praying woman. That's yeah. I mean, that's such a great thing, learning how to hear God's voice and the praying, being in the Word, that mm-hmm. they see that. And, and from what I'm hearing you've been talking about in your life is it's been growing, even in your time yeah. in the Word and time in seeing how to pray even more effectively for them. Absolutely. And it's it's the people that have come into my life and the circumstances I've gone through that have helped me. And it mm-hmm. just reiterates yeah. this move here to Oklahoma was the right move to do. And I've never been around so many people in my life that were Christian people and they prayed and, and, you know, and it's okay to reach out. I reached out to my church just the other day for prayer for me and my daughters. And someone called me from church and, and just talked a little bit about what was going on. And, and they prayed for me right then. And I have learned through it all that it's okay to reach out and, and ask for that. And the more that we are coming together, the more prayer warriors I have out there praying for me and my daughters, the better it's going to be. And um, I, I just, I can't stop, you know, growing. Um, it's just put that fire in me to just mm-hmm. keep seeking the Lord and, and, and to pray. And it doesn't matter that they're not perfect prayers like I thought they needed to be. Right. You know, it's it's a dialogue. But it, as much as it is, you and I are talking. Mm-hmm. Is that's what our communications with the Lord? He already knows our mm-hmm. thoughts anyway. So when we can let loose, I mean, you know, like yeah. there's times we just have to let loose of our frustrations, mm-hmm. or whether it's our anger, our disappointments, mm-hmm. and our griefs, because you've had such a plethora of that. Nobody knew your story. They were like, well, she seems like life is good and all that. Mm-hmm. And you're very peaceful. Yeah. So your characteristic of who you are is very peaceful, a nice smile. Life is good. Right. You're very easygoing. Yeah. How's it going? <laughs> yeah. But when you begin to hear your backstory, you're yeah. like, what is that? How could she be that way? Yeah. So, I mean, it really spends, it speaks well of that something within you has known how to dive deep and rely on God. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, we try to rely on ourselves. Oh, sure, yeah. But it only goes so far. Right. You're right? Yeah. And I relied on myself or tried to, and yeah. you fail or the outcome is not good. I've had to learn to just 
be patient and don't force what I think is best, you know, or what I want to do. And with my husband passing, I also know that it's very easy for people to blame God. And why did you let this happen? And and I never went that direction. I just know it's not God's fault. We all have free free will, you know, of whatever it is that we do. And because of the circumstances, I I just didn't blame him. Yes, my life got terribly hard and my daughters lost their dad. And sometimes I feel bad because like I grew up with my dad and Mm -hmm. I was so blessed to have my dad and my sisters Mm -hmm. and both my parents there and still have my dad. And this is something my girls will never be able to experience growing up with a father Mm -hmm. and the things that my dad did for me and with me, my girls will never experience that. Mm -hmm. And I feel so guilty. And it would be so easy for me to say, why did you let this happen, God? Why to my daughter? But I can't. I can't do that. I just pray that we all find our happiness and our love for each other and we just stick together and we're just going to be a different family. You said you weren't angry at God. Mm-hmm. So what were you thinking towards God? What were your thoughts towards God? Or how were you processing it at that moment? Well, I was in a Bible study and it was in Made to Crave. It was more, I think, more of a diet book, you know, Crave God instead of food type of a thing. Mm-hmm. But and I'm a very visual person. And mm-hmm. I remember the lady teaching the class, and she said she would sit in a chair Mm -hmm. and visualize herself crawling up on Jesus' lap and Mm -hmm. sitting there and going to Him instead of the food in the refrigerator. Mm -hmm. And for me, that was very visual. It's like, I am feeling so depleted. I'm feeling so exhausted, Mm -hmm. and I don't know how to do this with my girls and to raise them and to play good cop, bad cop with them and everything else. It's just... I would visualize God sitting there beside me in the car, in the passenger seat, you know, or in my living room. And I just sit on his lap and just say, help me. I I know you're here for me. And if it wasn't for God being here at my side, giving me the strength to move forward, because we get in the situations and he wants us to come to him. He wants Mm -hmm. us to go to him to have him help us get through things. We do experience things that are are harder than we can ever go through or get ourselves through. But we need to lean on Him and go to Him to help us. And Mm -hmm. it's just the little things. And so I think that Bible study happened at just the perfect time for me to go to get through the process and go through it and learn to look to Him and lean to Him. And so it wasn't, um, never ever have I gone to blaming God for anything. You're right. When you trusted God to help you, mm-hmm. even if you didn't know what to do or you didn't know what to pray or what to go on, because you were mm-hmm. a teacher mm-hmm. at the time too. Yes. So I don't know how you were trying to do that, navigate that when the transition with your children, mm-hmm. but then moving, you totally right. took away all those known factors yes. for all of you and have, you know, I'm going to call it blind faith. Yeah. Because it really is a walk of faith. It is. It's trusting like this is what we need to start afresh. Right. And it's hard when it's by yourself. I mean, usually I would have my husband there to talk about these hard decisions and life changing decisions. Should we move? Should we not move? You know, and yeah, I have my parents and my sisters and friends, you know, to talk to and things, but ultimately it's my decision. Nobody else's. And I hope I'm making the right choice. Yes, I pray about it. And you get those nudges from the Holy Spirit. And sometimes they were still like, okay, I hope this is it. I hope this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I think it's what (laughs) you're doing. Right. Right. But then when my house sold within six days, I thought, 
I know that I was supposed to be here. This is what I was supposed to be doing. And even with my, my job that I'm at, it was never anything I wanted to do or had thought about doing at all. I have an education in, um, elementary, you know, of teaching and I managed a a gym and, and then I go to Oklahoma and get a job that is nothing with management or kids or anything, but it's where I feel the Lord needed me to be and still be because I'm surrounded by amazing Christian people and who pray for me, you know? Isn't that amazing though, that God knew and he was orchestrating your life I mean, he knows how to love us and care. When you see the Psalms, he even talks about sometimes like how he embraces and how he, you know, for you, like this feeling that sense of his hug. Right. Um, there's nothing richer when you sense it and mm-hmm. you know it and you experience that right. community around you. Yeah. And there are times I didn't even know what to say in my prayers. It's just, okay, God, you know my heart and I don't even know what to say. And I feel like I have so much to say and so much to pray for. And I don't know how mm-hmm. how to do it, but mm-hmm. but he knows, you know, he knows what's in our heart. It's just been showing me as time has gone on these last six years that I am going in the right direction. I am moving closer to him and building that relationship, and I'm getting my family around the right people that need to be around us, and mm-hmm. and for sure myself, and getting me built up right. and knowing that I have support and others there backing me up and praying with me and not just for me. That's powerful. As we're wrapping up, I'd love for you to have a takeaway to speak to our listeners and how you'd want to encourage them when they're going through a very difficult time. Well, what I would say is, you know, it's easy again for us to blame God for things, but we really just need to take a step back and just pray to him for more guidance um, and wisdom and strength to get through those and find the positive. I have to find the positive in every situation. And so I would use my time driving to work. I had 20, 30 minute drive and I would just pray. Um, and that was my prayer time and find the time to pray and just give thanks. Just start with thanking him. Find find maybe three things that you can thank God for every day and, and just start that way. And to, for me, that helped build me out of that rut of being sad um, and just finding things that make me happy and that I'm thankful for. That's great, Laura. You know, you've shared some really great truths of that we can go to the Lord. Mm-hmm. We can go to our community, receive sure. prayer, encouragement, stay in the word. And that's where I think it's really helped you as you've grown into more of that every day. And so we want to encourage you to our listeners to to encourage you just try it out if you haven't and make sure you gather around. We have a wonderful community called the I Refresh community in the Facebook area. Mm-hmm. We would love to have you join us and be a part of that group because we want to pray and encourage each other. And we also have irefresh.net where you can go and find resources to help you just like Laura was getting more in the word by listening to some of those. That's um, right. Some of our podcasts yes. and what have you in the past. Yes. It's really yep. made a difference. Well, thank you for sharing with us. Thank Laura. you.